0: You ready? Vancouver's favorite way to wake up I love their personality I, like. I think it's super funny, love it I'm just gonna have to undo my pants
1: And those will all address your ratings <laughs> the
0: most popular morning radio teams in the business Andrew Matt Hunter and Drink Savage You <laughs> can get arrested for driving nude Can you really? Yes, of course you can Oh, a note to self. Hello, Sherry Shandley. Nat
2: and Drew. Optimus Prime with Nat and Drew. Producer
0: James
1: Cameron. Hey, Nat. Hey, Drew. How you doing? I am Sam Smith. You are listening to Nat and Drew. Good
0: morning, Vancouver. I am Kylie Rae Jepsen, and you are listening to
1: the Nat and Drew Show. Here is Nat and Drew.
0: What words should be brought back? Wayne State University in Michigan just put out a list of long lost words that we are no longer using that we should use because they're great words. So I'm going to tell you the word okay. and see whether you know what this means or give me your best guess. First word is a pettifogger.
1: Whoa, what's that now? A pettifogger. Pet-
0: pettifogger. P-E-T-T-I-F-O-G-G-R. Pettifogger.
1: Pettifogger. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that a clothing item?
0: No. Is it a person, a bad person? They're, they're bad at something.
2: Is it like people who are trying to t- like they're being petty, but they're making it like worse? Like they're really mm. fogging it up, <laughs> like making it like fogging it. <laughs> they're like really
0: literally. I like th- it. I see. Yeah. I see where you're going. <laughs> yeah, a petty person who's fogging it up.
2: Fogging it up. A petty
0: fogger. It up. Yeah. No, it's an inferior legal practitioner. Well, somebody who is mm-hmm. very poor at doing their job so, as a lawyer.
1: Okay, yeah, so nice. if you get, you get a crappy lawyer to represent you and they take your money, yeah,
2: that person is really, an ambulance uh, chasing what a petty yeah, fogger. <laughs> petty
0: fogger.
3: Yeah, The
2: it. amount of times that I've heard people being been like, okay, they're not very good. They're not a very good lawyer. What's the, I need a word for that. <laughs> yeah, petty, pe- <laughs> petty always, <laughs> fogger. Always. Petty just,
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, raw Gabbit. Raw Gabbit. What's raw Gabbit? Raw
1: Gabbit. I love it. <laughs> uh, based on the last one, I feel like it's going to be the most random, unguessable thing ever. Uh, raw gabbet. Raw, ga- raw gabbet. I don't even I, know what a gabbet is. I <laughs> find, like, <how> you <laughs> guess based on that. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. Is it raw? It's a raw gabbit. What's a, a gabbit? A person who speaks confidently but ignorantly.
2: Mm. Oh, my dad's
1: kind of like that. Like, you see, say things that are just <laughs> completely wrong, and you're like, oh,
2: maybe maybe I was wrong about that. <laughs> oh. Oh. Yeah.
1: So, sorry, oh, the premise of this is these are great words, and we should be utilizing them again.
0: According to Wayne State University, it list out, these are words that people used, I'm guessing, maybe in the 1800s. Sure. And we don't know them anymore, but they're great words. We should use them. Expand your they, vocabulary.
1: Are they great? Pennyfogger sounded kind of fun. Yeah. Raw it <laughs> just sounds like gibberish.
0: How about twankle?
1: Twinkle, that actually sounds fun. Yeah, that's, <laughs> a
0: twinkle. It's
1: like it's, it's, you're so bad at playing the guitar; it makes it sound like a twinkle.
0: Yeah, you are close to twang with the fingers on a musical instrument. Ooh, he says. So yeah, so you're you're twinkling, huh? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then one more thunder plump.
3: <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs>
2: Is it someone who walks really heavy? Uh huh. No. Oh, a is heavy it? Walker. Uh, yeah, yeah. A you know, walker. like thunder plump, like boom, 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 oh boom. boom. Oh <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> as they're walking around. The Sorry, <laughs> could you explain your definition <laughs> a little more, Joey? <laughs> <showing up? Yeah, laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like Nat as an example. Like, I knew we can it. always I knew hear you were when she's coming at me. Yes, I do. We'll be sitting here and we're boom, 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 <laughs> and we know that Nat's coming. Yeah, my family. We are
0: heavy walkers. We, if this was, it sounds we could be thunder. Plumpers. You're really thunder plumpers. <laughs> it is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's where it is. family this... of Thunder Plumpers. Okay. <laughs> oh. uh, is he, but it's that's chubby it. close. No, it's no. not it at oh. all.
3: Oh, okay. Yeah. Thunder Plumpers.
1: <laughs> no, It's <no. laughs> just Thunder Plump. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sounds like a Hannah Barbera cartoon from the 70s. I love plump.
0: I love Thunderplump. <laughs> Me yeah. too. Yeah. It's the heavy fall of rain during a thunderstorm. A Thunder yeah. Plump.
1: Oh, that's fantastic. But we can I use God. it for heavy weather. Like we can use the word, but we can change the meaning. Sure. Can't, can't, nobody knows the original <laughs> totally. definition. Thunderplumps are good. You're one.
0: waking up with the Nat and Drew show. What are the neediest dog breeds? According to a veterinarian, these are the five neediest dog breeds, and that really comes down to like their health concerns. And uh, more health concerns than personality quirks. Interesting. So not like this, oh, they're, they're okay. necessarily clingy, but they're neediest. Like, keep this in mind if you're going to get one of these breeds. So in at number five, do you guys have a guess before I, uh, I go down the... So
1: these are the dogs that potentially have the most medical requirements. Medical
0: issues, yeah. Could also be the amount of food they eat, that sort of thing. But they're going to cost you some money, so keep that in mind. Pugs. But you know what? Pugs, not on, in the top five. according to this vet but that would have been pugs would have been up there too because of the breathing stuff right because you've taught us that that they have some issues bulldogs and pugs right any of the smush face dogs because their faces have been bred over the years to get smushier and smushier which is a problem for breathing some of them actually have to have um, there's a really common surgery where they go in and like try to fix some of the nasal cavity not just pugs but other of the smush face okay that's messed up and they're still not on the list it sounds expensive yes it does Yes, um,
1: it I is do messed love up.
0: Those smush face dogs. They're now c- I feel they're, badly. they're cute,
1: and we say smush face dogs with love and respect. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, yes. yes. you're so not him. a derogatory yeah. term. No, yeah.
0: I mean no, they're really cute. And then one of the things with the smush face dogs is that um, one of the reasons we gravitate towards them uh, as humans is because they look more human like than other dogs. They have been said to resemble babies and old people. Yeah. <laughs> because, oh yeah. yeah. Just yeah. their smush face, yeah. big eyes, so we like them. But um, a smush face dog is on the list, it's just not pugs. Okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, number five is dachshunds, uh, or dashunds, dachshunds. Uh, the wiener dogs. Right. Just yes. call them wiener dogs. Uh, the back problems. Yeah. Back problems and also a feisty attitude. <laughs> Which again, we kind of like. <laughs> we kind of like. Next yeah. to health
1: problems, a feisty <laughs> attitude <laughs> you know. apparently. The, okay. um,
0: the, uh, the vet in this uh, article said they have Napoleon complexes. Oh, God. <laughs> oh,
2: that's so great. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: also Great Danes. Shorter lifespan, heart prone to heart conditions and cancers. Uh, lovely, but just they, yeah. they're really big and the heart issues. Uh, labs on the list at number three. Really? Hips and legs and stuff. Also, they're uh, said goofballs and just get into a lot of stuff. Oh, oh, yeah. Like eating their way through whatever and causing problems. Oh,
3: yeah. I mean, I have a friend who has a lab and that lab rolls in, you know what, every <laughs> single time that dog goes outside. <laughs> so think about that. Like, she loves this dog more than anything in the world. But like, no matter what, if it's off leash, which of course, he, he rolls in.
0: Every single time she has to take that dog home and wash the off Mm -hmm. every day. I had a friend who had um, a lab and for whatever reason, I think it was the laundry room door got left open and he went out. He came home. The dog had found the kibble bag and had eaten through the kibble and eat like a huge bag. Most of the kibble and was lying on her side vomit everywhere tail wagging Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) oh yeah we ended up at the vet because sorry did exactly the same thing we had friends who were watching him our golden retriever dog and he got into the kibble and it's it expanded his stomach to three times its regular size
1: oh Oh, yeah i've had days like that yeah (laughs) yeah
2: Yeah. and so they had to like put special things into like digest the food faster because there's nothing they can do other than letting it pass yeah and yeah so my guess for the number one dog is golden retriever by the way no uh, no. Number two? No, oh.
0: no, not on the list. But they're similar. Retrievers and Labs are very, very similar, similar in yes. the stuff. The stupidness. That they, they, no, well that's oh. <laughs> Chihuahua's <laughs> in at number two. They have a list of health problems, and then the French Bulldog, Frenchies, in oh, at number, yeah. And Frenchies neck problems, back problems, heart issues, respiratory, heat stroke, knee issues, and skin. Oh my gosh! Uh, it's like
1: your great aunt Alice. Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so cute. They look so like a, They look like a baby with a back yes. problems.
3: <laughs> You're listening to the Nat and Drew Show. Group of ten people in Indiana tried to get around a restaurant's 18% gratuity policy by pl- uh, splitting into two smaller groups. When the bill came, and pretending they didn't know each other.
1: <laughs> I know, I know. I it, appreciate the commitment to the bill. Me bed. too. Okay. Employees
3: did catch on eventually, and they paid. But, yeah, what happened? They had to shake them down? Well, they sort of were like, you know each other. We've been serving you all night. Like, what do you think? We're stupid.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's so crazy, because were they not going to tip at all if they split into the smaller groups? Or were they just going to tip 15% and they were looking to save themselves the three extra percent?
3: That's it, because in the end, they actually did tip like they weren't monsters they were just trying to have some fun i
0: think but also then changed the complete tone of their night the idea of we can't talk to each other we can't know each other for the <laughs> sake of i agree with drew 3% <laughs> even if it was you know 8% like it just you know if they were like going to be low tippers it just it's weird a lot of hoops
1: to drum through yeah. there <laughs> a lot of hoops
3: time to go back Retro
1: News. Take a look back on this day in pop culture history for January 11th. It was 1983. And man, has this show ever had a cult following over the last 40 years? The Joy of Painting with Bob Ross premiered on PBS. Maybe there's a happy tree. Evergreen tree. He lives right there. He was just the corner of the brush. Just the corner. I don't think I ever watched an episode, but after a uh, Secret Santa gift swap this year, I wound up with a Bob Ross coffee mug. <laughs> oh, how sweet Aww. is that? Just a happy yeah. little mug. Bob yeah. Ross now sits in one of my kitchen cupboards. Love it.
0: Um, what do you think is the reason that it just really became such a thing After? You know what I mean? Like, it was a, a bit of a thing at the time, but it really became... That show became, like, after the fact. Was it just the pot? Was it people just <laughs> smoking pot and watching it? Was that what it was?
1: <laughs> it was almost like... I don't know. ASMR before there was it's ASMR. so true. Yeah. Like people exactly just it. like putting it on and they found it soothing and relaxing and good to get high to or <laughs>
2: or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Whatever.
1: Like but it, you're right. It wasn't it was started in 83, but I don't think it became like the cult thing that it became until probably the 90s or maybe even the early 2000s. Yeah. But, uh, well, for whatever reason, uh, Bob Ross, we celebrate we you. We salute t- you, <laughs> Bob Today. You look good in my kitchen cupboard. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, on this day in 2006, Eminem and his ex-wife, Kim Mathers, applied for a marriage license. It
3: feels so empty me.
0: This was their second marriage. Uh, they remarried after applying for the license. Uh, three days later, the second marriage lasted 11 weeks before oh. he filed for divorce.
1: Just out of curiosity, is that uh, longer or shorter than their first marriage? 11 uh, it was, weeks. Uh, it's a shorter. Is they- oh. <laughs> shorter.
0: Shorter than their, their oh, yeah. first marriage. I didn't know. Yes. No. Yeah. I know. they've had
1: a uh, tumultuous history. They
0: have. Uh, not not the best at being married for whatever reason. Uh, that's probably on both of them. But um, he's done like such a great job. Job raising his kids. He has a biological daughter uh, with Kim. Uh, he raised um, his niece as his own and also her late sister. Um, so that's who he's raised. And then a, um, a baby that she had with another guy he's also raised as oh, his whoa. own. He has, like,
2: three daughters. Oh, she's, like, the world's greatest. He's actually, like, genuinely a great person. He's,
0: yes. he's a great dad, and also when his daughter Haley graduated from high school, he wanted to be there, but he didn't want to steal the spotlight from her. So he uh, was... They made arrangements for him to watch in a room... In the high school, like via link, but he wasn't actually in the gym because it Uh. would take, yeah, he's a really great guy. I know (laughs) a little too much about him.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And finally, on this day in 2000, InSync released this huge hit Bye, Bye, Bye in the Retro News on Move.
3: To the Nat and Drew
1: show. I like the 80s, like Drew.
3: Nat has great music taste. Aaron would make a mean playlist. Joey and I would kill it at karaoke.
1: Whose playlist is it? Is the game. Figure out which show member has the song on their playlist. Get two out of three right. And you win tickets to see Bill Burr, part of the Just for Last Vancouver Festival on February 23rd at Rogers Arena. Good morning, Amon. Good morning. How are you? We're good,
0: Amon. Okay, are you ready?
1: Uh, I'm ready I know how difficult this is you,
0: okay so not. you think you think it's difficult
3: I do I've heard the past and uh yeah it's difficult okay <laughs>
0: well you know we'll see I I feel like the this is fairly easy but we'll see so All yeah on. we'll play you a song clip of a song we'll give you two show member names you tell us which show member has that song on their playlist the first song this morning's from Abba you are the
1: playlist? Is that
3: Aaron's and Joey's? Uh, I am going to guess uh, Aaron.
1: Aaron is correct. That Yay! is correct. Yay!
0: See? <laughs> so you're, you you just need one more, I'm yes. That's it.
1: <laughs> okay. How easy was that? Although you sounded nervous. You even you're like,
0: uh, to be fair, I think that song could have been on all of our playlists. <laughs> <laughs> it's not good, but, uh-huh. <laughs> but Aaron definitely the biggest ABBA fan on the show. All right, Amon, you get this, you win. It's Frankie Valley in the four seasons. Cherry, cherry baby,
1: cherry, cherry
0: baby, Is that on Drew's
1: playlist or Nat's playlist? I'm gonna guess through. Yeah. Go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. I tell you, Nat, you are missing out by not having Frankie Valli. In oh, the first yes. So yeah. I didn't. I, I didn't. Um,
0: I didn't know it right away, and then I'm like, oh, okay. I think I know it. <laughs>
1: it's on my 60s hits playlist. There you go. the 60s without Frankie Valli? Well, Iman, it
0: wasn't hard at yeah. all. You nailed uh, thank it. Thank you so much. Yeah, Whoa. you're going to see Bill Burr next month.
1: That's awesome. Thank you. The Nat Andrew Show on move 1035. Super easy round this morning. We'll do it again tomorrow at 630. One last pair of tickets to see Bill Burr to give away.
3: You're waking up with the Nat Andrew Show.
1: The Canucks are back in action tonight in Pittsburgh. Uh, they are on fire. God, they are on fire. One three in a row, first in the division, second overall in the league. Uh, and here we are in approaching the middle of January. Like, it's not just the first couple of weeks of the season anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, Canucks have got a great team this year, and it's super exciting for everybody in the city. We all love it when the Canucks do well. This is a Canucks town, always has been, always will be. But here's a question for you. The Canucks are Vancouver's favorite sports team. What is Vancouver's second favorite professional sports team? Who's number two? Who's number two in Vancouver? Got talking about this with uh, some friends yesterday um, after the Seattle Seahawks parted ways with their longtime coach, Pete Carroll. It's been an honor and a thrill to be part of this program. And uh, I've loved every minute of it. And uh, you've watched me love it. You'd be hard-pressed to find a more youthful 72-year-old than Mm -hmm. Pete Carroll. Oh, wow. (laughs) He is is impressive. His energy and everything. He's been coaching the team for the last 14 years. So this is what kind of sparked the conversation between uh, friends of mine and I. Uh, The Lions might be the obvious choice, but I think there's actually an argument to be made that, even if not right now, at times, the Seattle Seahawks have been Vancouver's second-favorite pro sports team. But what's your instinct? What is Vancouver's second-favorite sports team?
0: I think at times the Toronto Raptors have been Vancouver's <laughs> second-favorite sports team.
1: I would disagree with that, but why do you think that?
0: I think when the Raptors are doing really well, there's such a craving for basketball in this city. And... uh it's the only Canadian team we have so far and there's not the same hate on that people have for the Leafs so I think that like people were pretty energized a few years ago when the Raptors were you know going all the way. I,
1: I agree with you there's been a, in that people were energized, I, I disagree because there's been a few of these surveys about how Vancouver feels about basketball and stuff in recent months I saw one about a month ago where they were asking who is your favorite, and basketball fans of Vancouver, who is your favorite NBA team? Only 25% percent of them said the raptors what was number one that was number one but it was only 25 percent of basketball fans cheer for that team so is that enough to make them if, if only a quarter of vancouver's basketball fans say the raptors are their favorite team is that enough to make the raptors vancouver's second favorite overall sports team and i don't know yeah, I don't know. I, think I don't know. I
0: think when Kawhi Leonard was there, and I think when they were like going all yeah. the way, it was it was such a thing. It was a moment. Yeah. it was a moment. So for I think sure. it's possible, but I guess like right now, like are you, so you're saying right now in this moment, Who's,
1: who is it? Aaron's lived here longer than uh, any of us here on the show. What's your take? Who's is it number the two? Salmon bellies. <laughs> That's that was my guess too. Uh, yeah, uh,
3: come on. No, I mean I would think naturally it would be the Lions or sure. the Whitecaps. Yeah. Right? Oh, you know
0: what? The White Caps. I actually maybe think uh, soccer is bigger than it's ever been before. I kind of feel bad. Actually, I'm, I'm going to go White Caps. Uh,
1: so, just <laughs> in terms of attendance, the White Caps average about seventeen thousand fans a game. The Lions this past season averaged between twenty three and twenty four thousand.
0: The Lions. I'm going the Lions. <laughs> fans
1: Here's the interesting thing about the uh, the Seahawks and why I think there's been an argument to make that they, at times, and even if it's not right now, they have been Vancouver's second favorite sports team. The Seahawks sell thirty three hundred season's tickets to Canadians. 3,300 Canadians at every game. On top of that, they sell over 13,000 single-game tickets. So, at every Seahawks game, there could be as many as 5,000 Canadians there, and it's three hours down the road in another country. And I actually see Seahawks flags uh, flying from people's homes. I see Seahawks jerseys and t-shirts on the playground at my kid's school and in Steve's oh, yeah. park.
3: That's what Steve gave for Christmas. Yeah. The
1: Seahawks t-shirt. So just in terms of what I see out there and you see some of these numbers, it's like, again, like the Lions are the obvious answer. Maybe it probably is the Lions, but the Seahawks, I think, are like right there.
0: I'm flip-flopping all over the place. I I don't have a horse in this race. (laughs) I don't actually, like, you know what? Maybe I'll go back to the Raptors. (laughs) The Nat and Drew Show. McDonald's is bringing
3: back its double Big Mac with four patties and more of everything else. January 24th it actually originally debuted March 10th 2020 but of course the world shut down a couple days later so not a lot of people were able to try it they're
0: bringing it back for a limited time mm, so oh. when you really want to just say screw it to your new year's
1: resolution <laughs> yeah. like, you know, all when, of them yeah, here do, you
0: go. do a complete 180 <laughs> 100. here we go four patties yeah more everything yeah there
1: we go got to alter the jingle a little bit To all beef patties, special special sauce, extra cheese, or something like that. You got to expand. It's gonna be a little longer with all this extra. (laughs) All this beef. (laughs) All (laughs) the meat. (laughs) Just pound it. Never mind. I won't finish that sentence.
3: You're waking up with the Nat and Drew show. Here we go.
1: (sighs) Now, here's the scoop. Well, people are bound and determined to get some kind of lip-syncing scandal or lip-reading scandal out of the Golden Globes from this past weekend. We have moved on from the Selena Gomez, Timothy Chalamet, Kylie Jenner drama of the last several days, but there's another lip-reading scandal that people are trying to drum up now, and it involves John Krasinski and his wife, Emily Blunt. Ooh. Lip-readers were teed up after seeing... An exchange between John and Emily on the red carpet where it appeared as though John said to Emily, I can't wait to get a divorce. (laughs) 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 Again, this is buried in crowd noise, but you can kind of hear a little bit of what John is saying here. I can't wait to get a divorce. I can't wait to get a divorce. Just something he's saying kind of off to the side. He's saying something. Uh, but apparently he's not saying that, despite what the lip readers insist. Uh, the couple has issued a statement, and they said there are is absolutely no issue, according to the publicist, no issue between John and Emily. They find the rumors ridiculous.
0: I could see it being true in the sense that he's joking.
1: That's what I thought. That like, like it would just be like, it. you
0: know, like maybe yes. he was like bemoaning the fact that they had to go and she's like, oh no, we got to go and yeah. whatever. And he was just joking, joking yeah. to her. You can't wait to get a divorce. Like I completely see that he said it. Of course. But as a joke. Of course. Don't yeah. you guys say that to your partners
3: all oh. the time?
0: <laughs> <laughs> huh? Yeah.
3: I mean, is it just oh. me? <laughs> like, yeah. no, just, no, no, you and no. Joey. Because Joey jumped <laughs> yes. in really Fair quickly. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. No, and they've been married a long time. Yes. So come on.
0: So that's the kind of humor that you have right, when yes. you've been with somebody a really long time. So
1: what, what is up with the lip readers who are so obsessed with getting something out of the Golden Globe Awards on Sunday night? I mean, it's like, leave it alone. Oh, there, my God. There, there is nothing here on any of these fronts. I find this so
3: intrusive, actually. I, I, I don't think it's funny or cool, or I think it's a very
1: strange precedent to set. What are they saying? What are they saying? Like, the whole Selena thing, like, think about that. That started with somebody trying to figure out what Selena Gomez was saying that elicited a reaction from Taylor Swift. Yes! Because nobody actually saw whatever allegedly happened Mm -hmm. between Selena Gomez and Timothy Chalamet. It was all uh, yeah. made up based on Taylor Swift's reaction to something that Selena Gomez said to her.
0: I'm not ashamed. I was invested. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> no, I, just, I
3: thought the picture itself was just so fantastic, right? Two friends kind of gossiping. Yeah. Yeah. But I wanted to know
0: more. I wanted more. Know, I wanted uh, yeah. more. Uh, the success of the ABBA hologram concert seems to be paving the way for more Hologram concerts. Uh, We've heard that there's going to be an Elvis hologram tour happening in the UK. And just this morning, news is out that this artist will be getting the hologram treatment. George Michael. His estate had previously said this would not happen. His estate is now saying it is happening. Um. The estate had said that the technology wasn't good enough wasn't worthy enough of George Michael. Uh, Now the technology is just fine and they want to make some money.
1: It's interesting. I feel like my initial reaction is I have no interest in a hologram show whatsoever. But the ABBA show from all of the reviews from reputable sources are like, the show's amazing. Wow. And so now it's like, Well, if it's a mate, like maybe it's possible that these shows could be good. I still feel weird about it, but it's just intriguing to me that the reviews for the ABBA thing in particular have been so overwhelmingly positive.
0: I don't doubt that the technology has improved and it's really great. Um, But I had read that people are really invested for about 20 minutes. And then because it's not a real person, people are, if you can believe it, On their phones more than ever before. (laughs) They went at a show and doing other stuff and chatting, and it's not the same as seeing live music which i think is an interesting take for sure i would go to a show i wouldn't go to this one because i did see george michael and i loved him so much and right. i saw him in the real person and i don't want to be the last thing to be to be that and i think that's part of it with abba too like it just feels like it's so
3: weird because they're not dead yeah that there's like a, an aspect of it that seems i don't know just kind of weird and strange but there's like a there's kind of a sentimental thing with. Elvis and George Michael. I yeah,
0: Abba, I kind of like because they're lazy and they don't want to
1: do it themselves. <laughs> you can get behind that. I'm like, okay, I get it.
3: The Scoop. Weekdays at 720,
1: 820, and 920. Move. Move. 103.5. It's Nat and Drew's $1,000 Minute.
3: Brought to you by Alpine Credits, where homeowners get approved.
1: Melissa is in Langley this morning. What's up for your Thursday, Melissa? Oh, just heading to work. You know, another good,
0: cold day. <laughs> it's going to get worse. Today I stepped out, and I'm like, oh, it's coming. And Melissa, mm-hmm. it's just starting. And apparently oh it'll
1: last for days. But it's going to be sunny. I don't it's care. Be sunny, Melissa and Nat. It's going to be sunny, no?
0: No, I just the minus 13... We're not built for it. <laughs>
1: no. Too cold. It's too cold. Too uh, cold. On my drive-in this morning, I saw as I was approaching an intersection, I uh, saw something kind of blow through the intersection. I wasn't sure what it was until I got there, and I saw it continue to make its way down the other road. Uh, somebody lost tarp that was covering something in their yard. Mm. So uh, somebody's waking up this morning, and uh, something that was covered last night is no longer covered this morning, and that's the kind of wind we've got going on right you now. You didn't so. pick it up? Oh, dear. I did not get out of my car and pick it up. Free no. tarp. Free- <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I didn't realize that was something that excited you. I would have grabbed it for <laughs> you if what, I knew. What a deal. Uh, good luck, <laughs> Melissa. We hope you win $1,000 here.
0: All right, one one minute on the clock. We'll ask you 10 questions. You get all 10 right. That $1,000 is yours. If not, it is $10 for each correct answer you give us. If you don't know the answer to something, say pass. If there's time, we'll come back to it. The moment you give us an answer, it counts. You can't take it back.
1: Okay. Good luck, Melissa. Here we go. $1,000 minute starts now. What video game allows players to explore and build virtual worlds made up of blocks? Roblox. Pete Carroll will no longer be the coach of what NFL team? What iconic suspension bridge connects Vancouver to North Shore, to the North Shore? Capilano. Did Einstein develop the theory of relativity or the theory of everything? Relativity. What type of makeup would you use to put on your eyelashes? Mascara. Name one of the two stars of the romantic comedy The Proposal. Sandra Bullock. Name the Canadian treat made of French fries topped with cheese curds and gravy. Poutine. Chelsea, cowboy, and combat—all types of boots. What chain just brought back classic menu items like the Dutchy? Tim Hortons. What Bon Jovi song starts with the line "Tommy used to walk on the work on the docks"?
0: Living on a Prayer. All right. There we you go. You did really well.
2: Woo. Oh, I got the first one wrong, though, and I should know that because my kids play that stupid game. What oh, is? my God.
0: What is the answer? What's the stupid Minecraft. game? Minecraft. Minecraft. That is all. Yeah, you, you, they're different. I had to look it up because I wasn't sure. Um, so you're right. Minecraft was the answer to that one. And then you did get one other one wrong. So, oh, poop. So it was, you said the Capilano is the bridge that connects Vancouver to the North Shore. It's the Lions Gate. Oh, I was thinking the actual, like, suspension bridge. Suspension bridge, yes, yes,
1: exactly. Yeah. But, uh, no, well, the one that connects Vancouver to the North Shore is the Lions Gate. It would
0: be really bad if it was the Capilano.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you think it's bad? Well, not yeah. bad. Exactly. <laughs> Eight out of ten, 80 bucks, Melissa. Yay! Yay, thank you very much. Hey for you.
3: The Nat and Drew Show on Route 1035.
1: We'll play again tomorrow morning at $735,000 minute powered by Alpine Credits where homeowners get approved.
0: The Nat and Drew Show. What is the most annoying noise your neighbor can make? Is it this? It's up there for me. For sure. So, uh, the reason I bring this up is because there has been a decision by a tribunal here in BC, in BC's small claims court. A, a couple who uh, live locally, they took their strata to tribunal uh, because the strata kept finding them for their grandson's muscle car. And at one point, the strata said, you've got to park that car off the property until you get a muffler, like change, reduce the noise, something. It's just too loud. Really? Does
1: that sound too loud?
0: Well, yeah. I mean, this is not the actual car. This is a uh, recreation
2: <laughs>
1: dramatization. <laughs> dramatization of what <laughs> went down.
0: Uh, and the tribunal has found in favor of the strata or the couple?
2: The couple. Oh, I think the strata. That's clearly written in the rules about decibels and how much how loud things can be within the complex and so I think the strata wins. I, th- I
1: think it would be strata too. Mm, the couple one. Wow. Who's yeah. the smartest on the show?
2: <laughs> Aaron is. Who's dealt with noise complaints the most?
3: Think about it. Like they can't control the way a car is made.
2: Yeah, they can though. That's it, the, yes, that's that's yeah. modified to sound yeah. like that. When a car is that loud, mm. it's modified you to sound like that. You don't
1: you don't drive off the lot. <laughs> Like that.
0: Do you you want to walk anything back?
1: You don't go to muscle car. Stores? Remember when you said the Whitecaps and the Lions play in different buildings earlier this yes. morning? Yes. Okay.
3: I was thinking about swan guard. That's
0: how yeah. long I've been. Yeah.
1: I was thinking about Swan. Okay. okay.
3: So the
0: way this breaks down is that the tribunal said that basically the strata hadn't proven the, the the decibel level that they're within their rights to make the fines or whatever. But you have to sort of prove it. They can still oh. give the fines out. Mm. There there is a, a ruling like there is a the uh, like a, a level. That is too loud, but they just didn't have enough evidence, so uh, they reversed the fines. The couple at this point does not have to pay the fines that have already been levied, but uh, the strata is still allowed to continue to give fines.
2: (laughs) Yeah, and then what they'll do is they'll call bylaw, and then the bylaw will come out with a decibel reader. I've looked into all of this, Mm. (laughs) and so the the city, the, the township, or wherever you live, your bylaw officers will come out eventually with a decibel reader, and they will say, from where you're standing, they'll measure the sound. Now, they have to be there when the car goes by, which makes it challenging try to time mm. all that. But then they'll measure it from
1: where you are, and then. Just out of curiosity, why have you looked into this so and deeply? I'm, I'm the weird one.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm the weird one Do because you- we've been trying to put a heat pump in our place for years. And there's all these decibel, like, how much noise they can make and stuff. So mm-hmm. we said, if there's a complaint, what happens, what happen? you know, and they said they come up with a decibel reader and blah, blah, blah. Oh, got it, okay.
0: okay. So yes. it's not that you've got a neighbor doing something really no. noisy right now that not you that. are investigating.
2: No, although we did have one of our neighbors uh, yell at another guy because of his Ducati motorcycle.
3: Do you have to idle that for five minutes? Right. <laughs> same thing, same like that.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and
2: then he you could tell the guy actually felt really bad because now he stops it before he gets in the complex and walks, walks into his oh. room. Shit.
1: So Aww. that's a good neighbor. That's yeah. a good neighbor. But is
2: that neighbor. what you
0: guys want? Yes, I want that guy to push his car. I actually want that guy not to adjust the car and get the modification to make it so stupidly loud. Yes. It's such a noise vile. I hate them. I hate the sound of anything that's like that. So whether oh. it be a bike or a car or whatever, I'm you're not- the opposite. I kind of like it.
1: It's hot. (laughs) It's not. It is. (laughs) I don't dislike it in a vacuum, but I can imagine if you lived next to it and you heard it all the time, it would get pretty annoying.
0: I love how you think it's hot. Like, I'm just thinking of all the people I've seen get out of cars like that. And I'm like, nope,
1: no, not for me. No, in Aaron's no. mind, it's still John Travolta from Greece. 100 oh, Is
0: it Fast yeah. and the Furious? Yes. 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 yes.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, somebody here says a muffler is for muffling. Yeah. <laughs> 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 <It's his
1: name. laughs> yes. Not for amplification. <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> somebody else says that numerous cars do come stock with loud exhaust. Thank you. So I'm not sure with that Mustang. It does seem that there was a package or something added on based on what I've read. I but.
1: So yeah. my Honda Pilot does not sound like <laughs> when you're driving like that. 40k? No.
0: Yeah. Well, a Pilot and a Mustang, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to stop <laughs> th- really the same comparison. <laughs> I mean, a Pilot? No? No? A Honda Pilot is badass and it's okay.
1: <laughs> How about my wife's uh, Kia, Kia Solo? Solo. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Two cool, cool cars. <laughs> We're nothing if not a family of cool cars.
3: You're waking up with the Nat and Drew show. Six-time NFL chap Bill Belichick has agreed to part ways as the coach of the New England Patriots, bringing an end to his 24-year tenure there as the architect of one of the most decorated dynasties of the league's Super Bowl era. And a little closer to home, Pete Carroll is out after 14 seasons with the Seahawks. Apparently, he's going to stay on in an advisory role.
1: Uh, it was not Pete's decision. What a wild 24 hours in terms of Hall of Fame coaches in football. I mean, I'm devastated that the Belichick as a longtime Patriots fan, I'm upset that the uh, that that era is now officially over. My wife is equally devastated because uh, she's a big Seahawks fan. That Pete Carroll is leaving, mm. although I do think that her devastation is more tied to the fact that she has a mad crush on him. I don't actually have a crush on Belichick, yeah. but uh, my wife has had a thing for Pete Carroll, the sexy silver fox.
3: He is. I Uh, mean, it's fun. It's like, you know, there are a lot of reasons we like to watch the Seahawks.
1: Really? (laughs) Who would have thought it would have been a 72-year-old gray-haired man man on the sidelines? But there's something about that
3: guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah.
1: That people like. People like Are a you lot. Are
3: looking
2: at the picture? I am. And? Maybe you have to watch him in action. Yeah. I, think, I think
1: you do. Like, it's not just, yeah, it's not just the picture. He's handsome. To, he is yeah. He's yeah. handsome. But That's he, my contribution energy. to sports.
0: <laughs> 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 a, like a, a segment of, like, who's hot and who's not. <laughs> You're waking up
1: with the Nat Andrews Show. Nat Andrews, New Year's Cash. Less than ten minutes ago, we called the name Jane Collie as our latest winner in Nat and drew's new year's cash and look who we found on the phone here this morning hi jane hi good morning how
0: are you guys we're good (laughs) jane congratulations 500 extra dollars for you Uh, Yay! oh my goodness that's so amazing thank you now do you have a holiday bill that you have to pay or are you just going to go out and have some fun and spend this money Ooh, well, I, I'm
1: still in shock, so I don't know what I'm going to
0: do. Okay, well, you know, we'll give you 30 seconds and then give us an answer, okay? <laughs> okay, holiday. Right. holiday.
1: We don't like it. Okay, well, that <laughs> yeah, works. <right>. That works. <laughs> Another holiday for Jane. Uh, congratulations, $500. <laughs> Easy as wow, that, Jane thank Colley. thank you so much. You are very welcome. Hang tight. We're going to get you some more details here. Uh, if you are not interested or entered in yet our uh, our contest for New Year's cash, just go to move 1035ca mm.
3: You're waking up with the Nat Andrew Show.
1: Uh, have you noticed the Retro Donuts are back at Tim Hortons after this being a huge success last year, bringing back some old menu items, some old donuts. Uh, they're doing it again this year, and uh, yesterday was day one. Uh, one of the donuts that they have brought back this time, I don't believe it was one of the donuts they had rolled out last year, uh, but back this year is the Dutchie, which was my father-in-law's favorite donut donut. Mm. And he passed a few years ago. So yesterday for day one of uh, the return of the duchy, my wife and my mother-in-law went to Tim Hortons and had a duchy. Love uh, it. To kind of celebrate and uh, you know, just a a sweet, nice, lovely thing to do. But the duchy is back. Uh, There are a few other donuts that are back as well. One of which I don't remember at all. Do you remember the blueberry fritter?
2: You bet I did. You bet Joey I did. Very excited, does. yes. Joey oh, apparently does.
1: Holy. I don't have any memory of the blueberry fritter at all. Oh,
2: I loved it, and then I had to pivot to the apple fritter. And oh. I mean, it was still good, but it wasn't as good. I'm close.
0: What a uh, what a tragedy. Tra- yes,
2: <laughs> I agree. And so I'm so excited that it's back. So excited.
0: Um, yeah, I remember but it was just it's not it, it's it, it was I don't think I've ever had one, but uh, because I felt like the apple you couldn't
2: get better than the apple. fritter. I agree. But blueberry uh, anything?
1: Mm -mm -mm. Blueberry's good, I guess. It came out first. Came out in the mid '90s, according to the box, the retro box that came home with my wife yesterday. They had a little timeline on it. uh, Apparently, is is
0: the box a collector's item? Uh, I'm sure it is. (laughs) I'm sure it
1: is. The cinnamon sugar twist is back. Now that I like. Uh, Who doesn't like a little cinnamon sugar uh, Mm -hmm. on their donuts? And the walnut crunch is back again. Do they keep taking it off and like bring? Like I don't understand. Yeah, because that was one of the donuts that they brought back. That that and the cherry stick, I think, Uh, were the the two retro donuts. (laughs) Pass. (laughs) Uh, So the walnut crunch is back again, along with the uh, the other three.
0: That one I feel should just stay. I Mm -hmm. love the walnut crunch, Mm -hmm. and it was a donut that I would order as a child as well. Which is, I'm not sure whether that was a size thing, whether you know, when you're a kid, you just go up to, you look at through the the glass, and you try to figure out which one is the, the biggest. biggest. Yeah. And at the time, I think Walnut Crunch was one of the biggest. Now it doesn't look as big, I'll be honest. The shrinkflation no. happening seems yeah. smaller.
1: Your hands are bigger now uh, than, they, uh, than they were back but then. But it is
0: yeah. also smaller. It is.
1: Even the long johns have probably gotten a little smaller. I think that's why my kids love the long johns is it's the biggest thing now yes. uh, in, the, uh, in the kids. Are they medium so. johns now? Uh, <laughs> long-ish. 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 long-ish.
0: Yeah. You're waking
1: up with the Nat and Drew show. Okay, here we go. Whew. Now, here's the scoop.
0: Selena Gomez regularly takes social media breaks, and after being the subject of fan made Golden Globes drama, <laughs> she said yesterday that she was done with being online for now. She's like, I am taking a social media break to, f- you know, focus on things that are more important. However. Yeah less than 24 hours after making that announcement she returned to Instagram
1: <laughs> this morning I don't I don't get why people do this
0: uh, she promoted her new cooking video with chef Gordon Ramsay uh, on Insta in a story this morning because she had an obligation I don't know oh well, I, that
2: I kind of I think I know what happened here I have an explanation you Joey
1: has yep. an explanation Joey you have the floor go ahead yes yeah,
2: so this was scheduled by her team in her Instagram, scheduled to post at a certain time and she didn't check her scheduled post before saying she was taking a break mm. and so she had taken a break and then this automatic scheduled post which probably was sponsored in some sort of way went up and she didn't realize it was coming.
0: Potentially uh, and that is a sound theory. Mm-hmm. The Kind of like difficulty with that a little bit. Is it Selena is very known for announcing that she's taking breaks and then going oh. back on.
1: Yeah. This is not the first. That first part that I don't get <laughs> yeah. is the is the constant need, and it's not just her. Like there, a lot of people do this, they they feel the need to announce that they're taking a break. And then they announce that they're back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and sometimes it's a very short period of time between the two. Yeah. Even if it was a year, how many people are going to notice you're gone? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, really?
0: I mean, it's Selena. It's different than, you know, it's a regular one of us or something. For sure. taking. You know, but I, I but get still. it.
1: But it's, the, it's that need to announce the break that I don't understand.
0: I don't either. But my favorite thing that people announce... Uh, on social media, uh, you—this is a Facebook thing where they announce they're culling their list, and oh, if you—and yeah. then they'll do a post where they've, you know, they've uh, you know, unfriended a bunch of people, and they do a post that if you are seeing this, good news—you've oh, made, you've made it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I love when they add congratulations in there too. Yeah,
0: you know, like I don't care. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, congratulations, you've made it. You made oh. it. What? Listen, Tracy, <laughs> I don't care about that.
1: <laughs> well, forget who the richest humans on earth are how about this the ultimate pet rich list the richest pets in the world have been determined and guess whose cat is in the top three well, it would be Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift, yeah. Olivia Benson. Her net worth, based on all of her appearances <laughs> oh. and Instagram accounts and whatnot, pegged at $97 million, which is more than Travis Kelsey's net worth. <laughs> oh, so best. Olivia Benson uh, is ranked at number three, but at number which uh, three? an enormous amount of money. But there's two other pets, according to this list, that are richer than Taylor Swift's cat. In at number two is Nala Cat who uh, also uh, an Insta- a cat of Instagram who actually has its own premium pet food line mm. named oh. for Nala cat. Way to go, cat. Uh, <laughs> Nala cat, uh, her- that net worth is pegged at $100 million, But the richest pet in the world is actually a German shepherd <sighs> from Italy. There's a production company named after him, Gunther. Gunther Sixth. His net worth is $500 million. Have you not seen the Netflix special about Gunther?
3: No. Oh my God, you guys. It is the craziest story of all time. You have to watch it. It's insane. It's about this dog and its bloodline and all the people around it that look after it. Oh my god! Yeah,
1: it's Gunther the Six, Gunther. so the estate just <laughs> keeps getting passed down.
3: Yeah, it's super, super controversial. There's like a lot of question marks, obviously. But it's like, yeah, people like, is that the real Gunther or
0: is it like, oh, <laughs> no,
3: really, <yeah. laughs>
1: no, it's that it's has it it's, been swapped out for somebody outside of the it's bloodline. It's the
0: craziest thing. <laughs> well, wow. because also, I mean, no disrespect, but with purebred dogs, they all look. Pretty similar. It's pretty similar, <laughs> right. you know. So it would be much easier to swap out, you know, Gunther with, you know, you just got to get the sex right, and it's the same yeah. thing. So uh, a friend of a friend uh, has a golden retriever, and I heard this story that um, when they we took the dog to daycare, they came home with <laughs> its brother by accident. <laughs> They didn't know. And then they get a call from the daycare that, oh, you know what? You've got, you got Max and we got your dog, Charlie, yes, here. And they're like, what? And they're like, I thought his eyes looked different. Oh <laughs> but they don't really
1: know. The Netflix show is called Gunther's Millions. It's a four-part series.
3: Oh, yeah. And, tr- and trust me, it's I worth watch it. every seven right. parts. <laughs> the Scoop. Weekdays at seven twenty, eight twenty, and 9.20. Move. <clears throat>
0: What's the most uncomfortable, embarrassing medical test that you have to do? I, uh, I did one. I had to hand in my sample yesterday. I did the fit test. Do you guys know about the fit test?
1: Mm-mm. The fit test? It's
0: called the fit test. I'm not sure what the acronym is, but I've been having some stomach issues. It's where you have to provide a sample. Oh it's called the fit test. Oh,
1: I think I now know what the letter F stands for if it's an acronym. I've done one of those. <laughs> okay, yeah, no big no big whoop.
0: Oh God, oh my gosh, it was such a it, it was so stressful, really it was so stressful. It was Aaron, why are you covering Aaron's your eyes literally... Well
3: is it does the F stand for what I think it stands for?
0: I had to give a sample. <laughs> Yes,
3: yeah. it does. Well, you can do, you can have a sample of... No, no. No, you
1: can We're talking about that sample. Aaron, Aaron, Nat said she's having digestive issues. She had to give a sample. Okay. And the first letter of the acronym is F. So, yes, it <laughs> stands for exactly what you think Honestly, so Honestly. Well,
0: really? So here's the thing. A couple things, couple takeaways. There was a lot of people getting those tests. When I handed in yesterday, there were people coming in and out, and uh and, and one woman actually commented to me. She's like, I think we just did the same test. Oh, and God. I'm like, I'm in line. Please, please,
2: please don't. Well, is, isn't it in like a nondescript bag?
0: It's in a there's a bag and then there's a blue paper, there's a blue form, which is the intake form, and I don't and know.
2: blue what, is the color
3: for fit. <laughs> so it's just like yeah, a giant right. blue but like thing. But here's
0: the thing yeah. Blue
1: and that means poo. Blue
0: means poo. Hashtag. But the stressful part is, is that all the instructions with it is like you about. The contamination of the sample, you get one piece of paper and one chance to do it right. And there was somebody that came in and said that they lost their paper. Oh. <laughs> and I'm sure, I'm like, no, you didn't. You just messed it up.
1: <laughs> so, yes, yeah, so you have to, either so there's a stress. Like, you have to, it's I found... It's a very difficult As I say, I've done it. I've had to do it before. It's... I, don't find it's, like, a hard test to mess up. I felt it was very...
0: Uh, I was. I had, like, s- performance anxiety. For sure.
1: Yeah. For
0: oh. sure. Yeah. yeah. You
3: have to put plastic over the toilet, right? No, that's yeah. the
0: paper. You put a piece of paper, it floats <laughs> on it your-
2: all. <laughs> Not always. Wait
3: a minute. Okay, you've never done one, Eric? You know what? Every year, my doctor gives me the kit, and every year, I just... <laughs> I just honestly I can't I just can't. We
1: gotta normalize this kind of conversation. It's totally okay. Do do the test that your doctors ask you to do. Where is the line?
3: I don't I don't know. I can't there's just something about it. I just
1: can't do it. You have a dog. You've raised children. What's the big deal? I don't
3: know. There's just something about it. Now just a minute, I gotta get back to the paper. Yes. So it's not plastic? You don't put plastic over like like it's an April
0: (laughs) (laughs) Fold. No, it's a piece of paper that is flushable.
2: No, no, it's not always because I had to do one and I was mentioning it to drew because that's what we talk about and uh, <laughs> he was like oh it's easy they give you a whole kit and it's a thing then it's like flushable paper and you just flush the whole thing down when I went to get it done they were like no I was like oh, do I get like the whole kit and they' were like here's the little vial with the little f- stick oh god um, but they're they're like you just use plastic wrap at home <laughs> Thank over like you, you. don't have to, there's no pa- there's you. no paper there was or anything paper in the one that I got yeah I
1: think maybe so we are, are... Ended, like a discount uh, <laughs> <laughs> a
0: well your Fraser
2: health Maybe Fraser Health is cut back on paper. Uh, it's still life labs, right? It's all the same thing. Should Right? Be. right? Should well, be. I don't know. Okay. I think they were I out think that day. I'm yeah, they were, they, so I had, had to go home and I had to do plastic wrap. Then I had to dispose of it later. <laughs> yeah. Then it's like, yeah. plastic wrap don't flush down. Yeah,
3: No, I'm not doing
2: that. It was horrifying. I'm not I'm not
3: doing it. It was the worst. No, I'm not it's doing terrible.
0: that.
2: Terrible. Okay. <laughs> so no. whenever we're
0: at the beginning when I said, what is the most stressful test that you can do for your doctor? I don't think I'm wrong. Look at the reactions.
1: I don't understand why it's such a big, like, it really is no big, no big. It, it shouldn't sound be. It like you. <laughs> it <don't sound laughs> well, I'm not saying I was like, please, doctor, can I do another? Like, it wasn't that. But <laughs> well, no, of all, it, like, it's, it's pretty straightforward. It's, it's, Again, I've had a dog. I've raised children. I don't It's
0: not the
3: same,
1: Drew. <laughs> I can't do it. Well, I just
3: can't.
0: It's clearly that you have about 75 Fit tests at home, just in a cupboard somewhere.
2: <laughs> if you, that's
0: where all the paper went.
2: <laughs> oh God, no!
1: Sitting in a cupboard no. there. So well,
3: that do you know? Well, make sure you know. Give us an update. <laughs> uh,
0: I know I did it well. She yeah. De- yeah. She she said good job, <laughs> and that's all I know.
1: Well, there you go, Nat. Yeah. You'll probably never have to do another one
0: again. I, I hope it's not uh, regularly. <laughs> Somebody else just said, "Aaron, please get screened." Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's a, it, it is it, it's actually it's it truly is an important test. Like they do it for different reasons for like screening digestive stuff. Like there's I know, but I don't have like I'm pretty it, I'm pretty good in that area.
3: Like I don't, my I'm like okay, that's fine. I don't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't. I, I understand. You're fit,
2: yeah. as
1: they say. <laughs> (laughs) I'm Uh, fine. I'm fine. I mean... F stands for fine. (laughs) I'm just fine. Stop bugging me about this stupid test. Get screened. Ladies and gentlemen, introducing... The Nat Andrews Show's
0: Throwback Throwdown. Two show members, two songs, only one winner. Erin is on a tear. There might be no stopping her. This could be her eighth win
1: in a row. Can you imagine if Aaron just goes the entire year? (laughs) Like all of 2024.
3: I have to say that people are starting to ask me. Yeah. How... How how are you doing it? Yeah. (laughs) how, How are you feeling? And honestly, you guys, like... I love
2: this. <laughs> Honestly, good. I, I really yeah.
3: do. I'm so excited and so happy, and I hope it just continues. And did CTV interview you yet? Not yet. <laughs> I'd Not appreciate yet. it if you guys would I send inter- a tip. No, I understand Hot they're tip? interested
1: yes. in having you on Question Period <laughs> yes. this weekend on CTV News Channel. Honestly, no.
0: please. Okay, well, I'll be offended because I actually hold the record. Uh huh. And nobody interviewed me. <laughs> now, they you will tie it today. <gasps> If you win. Okay. So this could be
1: uh, yeah. the tied for the longest yes. win streak ever in the throwback yes.
0: throwdown. Yes, yes. And okay. then we'll be
2: on the news. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes.
1: About the rivalry.
2: <laughs> no, no, yeah. the sisterhood.
1: Oh. Yeah. Wow. Right? All right. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. We'll, we'll see. see after today. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's get on to the choices, shall okay. we? All All right. Right. yeah. Let's see if you can do it. I okay. hope you brought
3: your A game I did. And actually, morning. I am having so much fun with this, right? I'm kind of doing some research. And as you know, I've been checking in with Charlotte a lot. She's my daughter and she's 17 and she has great musical tastes. So She's been helping me. So here we go. In 1974, so this is way back even for me, Elton John released. Goodbye Yellow Brick Road, and that's regarded, of course, as one of the greatest albums of all time. I think that's kind of undisputed. Benny and the Jets is on that album, and Elton John actually didn't want to release it. He didn't think it was going to be a hit. This is a true story, but guess what? Someone in Windsor, Ontario, a DJ in Windsor, Ontario, got that song and fell in love with it and played it over and over and over it was a high rotation there and people in Detroit and you guys know this because you're from that part of the world I didn't know this people in Detroit can pick up Windsor radio and heard it and loved it and the song became number one in Detroit and then it went on to become one of the greatest hits ever in North America so now you know and this is Elton John hey,
1: The Jets from Elton John want to hear that. Text the word "Aaron" to 103535. But look who's in the spoiler role this morning—it's
2: mm. Joey. I don't have a big long story history lesson on a song. I just want to beat Aaron, so I'm going with Nickelback.
1: this is this is true. Nickelback has never lost when it has been when they have been chosen for the throwback throwdown. Never lost. Nickleback? Chad Kroger
2: has lost on his own in a solo. Joey, because uh, I tried that one time and that didn't work. Why would you do this? Because I want you to lose. But well, Joey,
1: want you actually the better?
2: Because you want to win. You wanna I want to win. win. <laughs> yeah. Thank I you. I want to win.
3: Did you just show yourself, my friend? <laughs> no, but honestly, Joey, why? Because he wants to win. That's what we, that's should, what all we, do. we do. should all want to. We should all want to be winners. Feel like that's like you know. I don't know. Wait, 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 wait till I've won like
0: ten in a row. Don't you no. remember earlier this week when you took Drew's song? <laughs> Just
2: wanted to bring that up again. And listen, maybe Nat paid me like 10 bucks to put up Nickelback. I mean, I'm just...
1: Oh my God, are you in on this?
2: No, I'm not actually. Uh,
1: If you want to hear Nickelback, text the word Joey to 103535. Which of the two would you rather hear, Nat?
0: Okay, well, a couple things. There is no collusion.
3: (laughs) You better not vote
0: for Nickelback. And I am not voting for Nickelback because I want to show that I am a, I am a, a bigger person. Yes. And even though you are at risk now of tying my record, what kind of amazing person would also share their support? for that. <laughs> and I want to be that. I want to be the bigger person, so I'm voting for
1: Aaron. Way to go, Nat! A minute ago, you were totally going to vote for Nickelback and as soon as your integrity was called into question, I bet internally, in your mind, you switched your vote. Well, I can't do that anymore. I have to vote for Aaron. Because they know that I paid Joey ten bucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I'll go for Aaron and Elton John too, but it doesn't what our votes don't count. It's what you want to hear. Text us one zero three five three five. Text the word Joey for Nickelback or Aaron for Elton John, and we'll play the winner after Jamie. Fyre. Ladies and
0: gentlemen, introducing the Nat Andrews Show's Throwback Throwdown, and the winner is two show members, two throwbacks, only one winner. Aaron, the returning champ, went with Elton John.
2: B-b-b-bang. Joey, the challenger. Want to take down Aaron with Nickelback? It's not like you, so sorry. waiting All right, thank
0: you so much for all your uh, votes and messages this morning. This one, with high voter turnout. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of people, a lot of passion, including right. Helen and in Burnaby, who says, This is my first time I've ever voted. <laughs> And I am downright shocked (laughs) that Nickelback has that kind of track record.
1: Yeah, Nickelback (laughs) has never lost. Has never lost when they've been put up in the throwback throwdown.
0: Hands down, I'm voting for Aaron, says Helen in uh, Burnaby. And she says her husband's name is Benny. Oh,
1: there
0: you go. Uh, Somebody else here, though. Melissa says, I feel dumb that I haven't heard the Aaron Aaron song before, but that clip doesn't sound very appealing. So I'm going Joey and Nickelback. (laughs) But with? 68% Sixty-eight percent of the votes. It's
1: Aaron. What? Whee! What? What? <laughs> yeah. That bad, eh? Yeah. Well, a streak <laughs> did come to an end today. It was Nickelback. <laughs> <so he laughs> no! Throw throw down, not Aaron's. Betty and the Jets done
3: the moon. Hey,
2: show.
1: Wake up in the morning. Real
0: friends. I didn't know it was a 30 zone. It was not a school zone. It was a park zone. And I guess it's an area where people often speed. The p- you were going to say where people often play. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
3: Real fun. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Just throw through it. Here I come. Yeah. You better get out of the way with your ball. Yeah. The Matt and Drew show.
3: <laughs> Listen weekday mornings 5 30 to 10. Move 1035.